Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Root of Our Health podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth, a board-certified health and wellness coach and a certified functional medicine health coach. Each and every week, I will be talking about topics that has to do with alternative health and wellness for women as we celebrate the second half of our lives. These episodes will range from solo to interviewing professionals in the space, as well as getting to know everyday people like you and how we can implement simple bite-sized habits in our daily lives that will help us thrive. Today's episode is a solo episode and the solo episode of importance of strength training after midlife. Now, one thing I want to say, um, so excuse me if I have a little bit of a, I don't want to say cough, but my uh, chest is a little congested a little bit. Um, earlier, I actually did a, what it was called here, Indiana Sports Corp um, Challenge. So I did that with a client and ran fast in a half mile run and literally ran the, like, you know, the, the wind out of me. So here I am trying to hold it in, making sure that I don't cough or I don't, um, my, you know, my voice stays stable throughout this episode. So excuse me if I take, you know, water, whatever, if I take a pause, that is what's happening. Um, it was a lot of fun, by the way, I did, uh, actually what we were talking about right now in terms of strength training. Uh, I actually did a full body fitness at the start and then 3k walk and then the half mile run and, uh, thought I was going to do the yoga after no can do. Um, but it was a lot of fun anyway. So let me, uh, <laughs> keep going. So this topic actually of strength training has really come up a lot lately and because it's come up a lot, I thought that I'd do a solo episode on the importance of strength training. Now my last solo episode, I did talk about semiglutide and the, the dangers of weight loss uh, medication and with semiglutide that actually, like Wegovi, um, actually disintegrates or does it, it lo you lose muscle mass when you're on that. So this is kind of like a part two from that only because it's a second parter of not only just, you know, the nutrition part, but here we are fitness and strength training. Um, we need this in our lives as well. So, you know, funny thing is I was going to actually title this episode, how to not break a hip after midlife. But thought, you know, uh, not only against it, but maybe it would not fare well in the SEO. So uh, importance of strength training after midlife, it is. <clears throat> when we talk about health and wellness, we not only talking about nutrition and our mindset, but there's a third component, of course, and that's the physical activity as well. Now, I want to say this. If you are new to physical activity, if this is, if you don't do it either often or at all, I'm not saying that, you know, walking or moving is not important. And it definitely, definitely is. But it is just important as dedicating two to three days of your week to strength training. Starting out, of course, two days if you're new to all of it. Um, but I am not going to say just move 
and that's it. Uh, we, we definitely need some strength training, especially when we are getting older. Now, most people, especially women, when they hear about strength training, they automatically think of bodybuilding or big, huge muscles, and they shy away from it. I mean, that is so common, and I, I still can't believe that that's a common um, thing that comes up every time either I or people out there say strength training. It's like, no, I don't want to build muscles. Actually, you kind of do want to build muscle, but you don't want to look like, you know, a bodybuilder, which I will say, well, first off, you know, not only that that comes up, like I don't want big, huge muscles, I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, but also the intimidation when they go to the gym, you know, I get it. I get it, ladies. You go to the gym. You're like, okay, I want a five-pound dumbbell, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm ready. I'm going to do this. And what's in front of the dumbbells? I mean, literally in front of the dumbbells. It's littered with guys doing their thing right in front of the dumbbells. So I get that that's intimidating. And I'm sorry to call you out, guys. Sorry, but not sorry. Please don't do that. I mean, even I have no problem to kind of bump you away and get my, you know, 20 or 25 or how many pounds right in front of you. So this is not your gym. Please stand back and let other people get their dumbbells and make them feel more comfortable. I digress. Now, if you want to bulk up, that's fine. That's fine. You know, that's that's all... That's all, you know, that's you do you. However, just want to first squash that huge muscles part. You will never, ever, 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 ever get huge muscles unless you spend hours in the gym and probably use some performance enhancing drugs. Now, I will say that there are some that are very are natural and they look amazing. They probably have the genetics with that. But for most of us, you have to literally spend hours in the gym. And it takes a ton of dedication and hard work to get into that physical place, physical shape. So please do not think that that is what's going to happen to you when you do 30 to 40 minutes of strength training three times a week, it is not physically possible to do that. Now, the second part of the intimidation, yes, I called the guys out. Please stand back. Let us feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, but there are also many at-home workouts with dumbbells that you can do. So if you pick up, you know, buy like a two, five, 10 pound dumbbells just to start out. Again, I'm talking about beginners here. You can go ahead and do that. There are so many at-home workouts. I mean, YouTube, um, I'll even put it in the show notes. I, there's a lady uh, that does these workouts for free. So I will definitely put all of the information in the show notes. So you don't have any excuses, really. <laughs> um, so, and then also, not only, you know, doing dumbbells at, at home with YouTube or whatever, um, but also take those classes. If you like taking classes, there are strength classes classes that are out there. Um, I really, you know, it's not just Zumba. It's not just yoga. 
let's do some strength training in these classes as well. Now, if you are already doing strength tra training as a part as part of your workouts, then of course you know the benefits and all of the benefits that it has. Some of the benefits for women are managing weight, increasing metabolism, managing chronic conditions like arthritis or back pain, boosting mental health, and sharpening thinking skills and improving sleep quality. Now, some of the benefits for the older adults reduces pain and stiffness, improves glycemic control, builds bone density, and of course, all of the benefits that I have already mentioned. So these are so many benefits that just strength training, and again, not bodybuilding, strength training does for you. So when you think that you're doing it all in your nutrition, Think again, that is 80% of, uh, well, yeah, 80% of the whole total, but you know, the, the other 10%, because I leave 10% for cognitive as well, is the physical part of it. And so we definitely want to take advantage of that in our health and wellness journey. Now, one main benefit that I didn't mention is to maintain or even build muscle mass. As we age, and really, typically, after the age of 35, we start losing muscle as it atrophies. So unless you continue a workout regimen with strength training for most of your life, your mu muscles will diminish, leaving you a weak, frail, elderly, hence falling and breaking a hip so common. Even everyday activities such as yard work, picking up the groceries, or even picking up your grandkids are hard where there is no strength to do so. So if you love playing with your grandkids, if you love picking them up, or if you, you know, need to pick up groceries, this is detriment. This is important to have in your health. You may say, well, I run or even walk every day. And again, while that may be great for the heart and great for your cardiovascular, it actually does the opposite of what you want later in life. Now, running it takes care of what is called type 1 muscle fibers or the slow twitch muscle fibers. These are activated during endurance activities. So any endurance activity that you do, you're really activating the um, type one slow twitch muscle fibers. The type two muscle fibers or fast twitch muscle fibers that your muscle tends to um, fatigue faster, giving them greater growth. So it's if, if you can picture you um, doing a... Um, like, uh, uh, let's do a chest press. So you're pressing out, right? And you're pressing with, I want to say 10, let's just do 20 pounds. Now, once you, it's, it's called, um, time, uh, time under resistance, excuse me, time under resistance. And what that means is the slower you go with the heavier weight, the more you are using the muscle in your body. So you're, you're tearing up your muscle fibers. It's stress to your muscle fibers, but it is good stress. So when you do that, 
you're fatiguing your muscles even more, which means that say, you know, you go down and weight in like 10 pounds, right? You could do 20 reps with 10 pounds if you can only do, you know, 10 reps with 20 pounds. So half of that. And that's only because the more weight that you put on or the more time under, um, time under restraint or something like that, uh, it'll fatigue your muscles even faster. So that's why it's called fast twitch. And uh, those are the type two muscle fibers. Now, if you are just beginning or you don't know what to do, uh, start with the basics. Literally start with the basics. You can do squats with, uh, you know, dumbbells at your side, dumbbells um, in front of you, something like that. Just do squats. Uh, you could even do body weight because start body weight. Start there. Start small and, you know, do, I would say three sets of 10 to start. And then other things like lunges or even if you do push-ups, you can do them starting on your knees, work your way up on your feet. Uh, the other thing that you can do, one actually exercise that I find, or not just me find, but it's really a great exercise all around are deadlifts. And what that is, is say you just have, I mean, you can even do it with dumbbells. Say you have 20 pound dumbbells or let's, let's lower it. If you're new in the beginning, uh, 10 pound dumbbells. And what you're doing is you're going to have them in front of you and you're going to lower, uh, like kind of bend down, like hinge at the hip but you're gonna bend a little bit at the knee. And then what you're gonna do again is come back up, hinge at the hip, and that's your one rep. So it's actually working multiple areas of the body, your legs, your lower back, um, even your core. Uh, so it is a, such a, a well-rounded exercise for you to do, especially in the stability. But I will say squats are another thing. Um, if you are in a gym, leg presses are probably key to do. Um, we really, really want to work on our lower half as, I don't want to say just as much, but probably just as much as your upper body, um, if not more. Reason obviously being is that our lower body really gets us around. Um, and we do a lot more with our lower body versus our upper, but we definitely want to get strength in our upper, especially shoulders and arms, uh, and back, uh, I guess all of it <laughs> really, um, we want it just because when, again, when you're stronger in your back, say, say, um, when you're stronger in your back, you're able to. Actually, let's put this another way. When you're stronger in your core, you're able to not use your back so much. So that's another part. So when you're stronger in your core and you lift something up, you're not using your back or your shoulders lifting something up. But if you are stronger in your back, you're able to do, uh, you know, lift up things, carry things, you know, all of that, uh, again, 
the stronger you are in all body you know, parts and areas, the better off you are going to be. So I told you some exercises, but I will um, add a couple of links in the show notes that uh, will help you get started. Again, this is for beginners. And if uh, you are intermediate or advanced, uh, you know, just uh, keep going and keep going until, I guess, until you die, because literally you'll need this um, until you literally, you know, kick the bucket, so to speak. Um, but, you know, when it also, as you age, the exercises are going to change. You're not going to be doing a lot of high intensity when you get in your 50s or 60s. Now you can if you're an athlete uh, and all of that, or if you're in tip-top shape, kudos, you know, hands off or hats off to you. But sometimes you just want to mix it up. You want to get a little bit maybe slower pace, maybe um, not so high impact, lower impact so that you don't uh, damage any joints or knee or, you know, knee pain and all of that. But keep going, keep going with the strength, keep doing that. If you are already doing the two to three or maybe even four days a week with strength training. The other thing you don't have to do or you don't have to buy dumbbells. There are bands. So there are resistant bands that are out in the stores as well. And you can definitely do a lot with that. You do a lot with some kettlebells. If you do five pound uh, kettlebells, those are fun to use. Those are actually great, um, you know, in, in certain areas. I like it for the core and shoulders. Uh, but you can definitely use them in all areas of the body. And I am going to say this, and I'm going to say this, you know, as for tough love, start today. I, you do not want to, oh, I'll start this tomorrow. I'll do this next week. No, no, no excuses. Start today. If you don't have any dumbbells yet, if you don't have any resistant bands, use your body. That is the main thing. You can even do, actually, the if you do body exercises slow, like say, for example, you do a push-up and you do a five-count push-up, do you know that's actually harder to do than doing a push-up like, you know, 10 times? really quick. So try that and start today because the older you get, the more you are going to lose that muscle and the more you're going to wish that you start today. So start today. Um, and you know, just start today, up your muscle strength, be able to reap all the benefits and of course not break a hip. That is all I have for today. Definitely want to call out there, strength training is key for any age, but definitely most important as we get into our 40s, 50s, and beyond. So if you enjoyed this episode, as always, please let me know on socials. I am on Instagram, and that's at the root of our health. I am also on Facebook, of course, at The Root of Our Health. Uh, just, yeah, and, and, you know, tag me your aha moments. 
um, all of that fun stuff. And if you want to add me in stories, your stories, again, what your aha moments out of this. And if you want to take a snapshot of you doing an exercise, a uh, strength training exercise, I would love to see that. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Always love new people. And if you can, please subscribe to this podcast in the iTunes app. I believe you scroll all the way down and you hit that subscribe button. Also on Spotify, you could follow me. I'm on there as well. And please also, last but certainly not least, leave a rating. You don't always necessarily have to leave a review, but those ratings and reviews definitely help get this podcast up in the rankings. And also, I love to see what you guys all think of not only this podcast or this episode, but just in general. And that is all I have today. So thank you so much. And until next time, before you head off, would you like to get a monthly email from me on the latest podcast episodes, as well as interesting and fun facts about health and wellness? Then join this amazing group by signing up to my newsletter at bit.ly forward slash monthly updates email. That is bit.ly forward slash monthly updates email. Enjoy.